Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode where we're dissecting cultural codes. Today's country is Germany. Now, Germany is a very, very interesting country. They have um, one of the strongest economies in the world, and and they also have a very, very rich history. So I'll be very interested in hearing a cultural frame of reference with which we can look at Germany and how we can interact with German people if we're doing business or if we have German friends. So I'd like to welcome Andy back to the show. Andy? Hey, I'm, I'm really happy to be here. Happy to talk about Germany. All right. Why don't we start off? So Germany on the directness scale, where do they rank? Very high. Germans are very direct with their communication style. Uh, they don't beat around the bush. Um, they uh, are very, very um, direct. And I think many Germans experience directness as being precise, being honest, uh, so I think this is a big issue when it comes to performance feedback. Uh, oftentimes, if you're not used to German style, it can be very, very off-putting because it is it gets right to the matter, right to the point. <laughs> so would you say when interacting with Germans, you have to have a thick skin, or you just have to do more research, or you know what's the deal? I think the be- you know I think the best thing to do if you're not from Germany and if you're from a more indirect culture and you're not used to the sort of direct style. I think the best thing to do is to understand the German perspective, to really appreciate that from a German perspective, it is being honest. It is being efficient. There's mm. What's the point of softening something when you really want to be honest and you want to be as effective and efficient as possible? Don't take it personally. I think that's the message. It's, you know, it's funny as you're saying this because I'm a big soccer fan. I love sports. And one of the sports that I, I love, obviously, is soccer. But the German national team definitely reflects some of the characteristics you're saying. I mean, historically, Germans have been known for the efficient and highly organized style of playing. I mean, they play such disciplined uh, football. I mean, and this style has, has actually helped them in international competitions. I mean, they've won the World Cup four times. I think they're only behind um, um, Brazil. Yeah, they're only behind Brazil. But 
the way they play is, you know, they make make use of the considerable physical stature of the players. A lot of the players are tall. So a lot of German soccer relies on that raw physicality, you know, crosses are, are often swung, you know, into tall target men who can gain aerial control using their height, and then they use their stature to hold off opponents. You know, the, the team is so disciplined. Each player has a specific role and adheres to that role strictly. You know, players are rarely out of position. And and, and that's exactly kind of what you're saying with this. It, it is it is fascinating and, and, and mind-blowing to me how um, their soccer team actually takes on the characteristics of some of these, these cultural um, dynamics that you're explaining. Yeah, and I think the next dimension of the code is probably there too, which is enthusiasm. Enthusiasm, yeah. You know, I, I mean, generally... Uh, Germans don't typically express high levels of enthusiasm at work. You know, they're more in control of their emotions. I'd be curious on the soccer pitch, you know, after scoring a goal, I suspect they get pretty excited. But, you know, in the office, in the office, you're going to be a little less excited. You're not going to show that much emotion, you know, um, you know, instead of sort of rejoicing, giving high fives and whooping it up, Germans will probably just, you know, quickly move on to the next uh, task at hand, for instance. While we're talking about soccer here, the European soccer system is, is so unique in the sense that a lot of these players have grown up in different parts of the world for a long time. You know, they started playing soccer early. They've been in several soccer academies. So a lot of the, the players come from different backgrounds. They play in, in leagues and club teams from other countries. So they tend to take on that that those characteristics or a mix of those, you, you know, and a lot of that reflects in their celebration style, even members of the national team. A lot of them are naturalized citizens. You know, some of them come from Poland, some of them come from different parts of the world. So it, 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 when it comes to celebration, they definitely take on different personalities. But um, uh, if you look at the coach or the way that the, the structure or the game plan, it's often very, very strict. Uh, it's interesting that the economy uh, that plays out. Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, let's go to assertiveness. Hi. Uh, Germans are, are, they'll express their emotions with confidence and they're not afraid to disagree publicly, generally speaking. So uh, it's, I would say hi. Uh, if they express an emotion, oh, I'm sorry, if they express an opinion, it's because they're confident about it. Um, so I would say hi for, in terms of assertiveness. They're not afraid of doing this in front of other people. I no, I don't. I don't think so. No, in in, wow. in general, no. Um, you know, I, again, personalities differ, right? But yeah. I would individual personalities. But I'd say in general, uh, f- fairly assertive, pretty assertive. Wow. Yeah. Nah. That that's interesting. What about the formality? Yeah, formality's high. Uh, although there are generational differences, I think that you know, uh, titles are important. You know, Herr Doctor. Uh, Herr Frau, I'm sorry, Herr Jones or Frau Jones. They, you know, there's titles are, are more important than the United States, I would say. Um, there's a formality. You know, it's um, you're there are different you know forms of the of the of the of the um, word you, uh, and Germans will typically use the more formal version C uh, when in in a business context to to create a sense of distance or formality. Um, it often takes a long time to become more personal with a colleague in Germany than it, than it might be in another culture. Although the Germans might then say, you know, other cultures are more superficial, like the United States, like your best friends in one day, and that's not real. Uh, so that's what Germans might say about that. But I'd say in general, German culture is pretty formal. Right, right. And self-promotion? 
Self-promotion, uh, moderate, I would say. Uh, Germans aren't going to self-promote in an empty way, but uh, they won't exaggerate necessarily, but they're not shy about describing what they've done in, in a fact-based manner. So, um, you know, I would say moderate, moderate. Gotcha, and we wrap this up with personal disclosure. Again, moderate. Um, I, I think that, you know, again, compared to the United States, the, the speed with which you might sort of establish collegial, friendly relations with someone in the United States could be much faster. Um, and in Germany, it just might be slower. Uh, but, you know, I think that, um, I think over time, if you stick with it, if you have patience, uh, there can be a decent amount of personal disclosure in, in a relationship in a German context. It just might take them longer. Well, there you go. We have wrapped up Europe, and uh, Germany is a fascinating culture. I've got to admit, I've, it's a country I've always wanted to go to, and I'm, I'm very, very interested in, in how the users react uh, to this. I know we have quite a few German listeners, so please share your comments um, in the you know on my website, tyrox.com, or on Twitter at uh, tyrox. And I'm very interested in your opinions. And um, thanks, Andy, for once again sharing your knowledge on how to dissect cultural codes. Next week, we are traveling to North America. Actually, we're traveling to the Americas. We're going to start off in, in a country in North America, which Andy is very familiar with. In fact, it is his home country. It's the United States of America. And we're going to talk about some of the cultural codes that exist within the U.S. and how to frame yourself if you're preparing or dealing business with people from the, from, from the U.S. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much once again for coming on the show. If you want to catch um, a link with all the resources that Andy has been so graciously spending time with us to provide, check out the show notes. Till next time, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.